Welcome to Recently Logged, where... Hello, everyone. Hola. I hope you enjoyed that MIDI version of <laughs> All Star by Smash Mouth. Everyone's favorite song. Everyone's favorite. Well, it's my favorite song, personally. Well, it's everyone's favorite song. But, uh, you know. You're not special. <laughs> I'm not special. Well, what if they've never watched uh, today's movie, Micah? Doesn't matter. It's still their favorite song. <laughs> I think that's like one of the few good Smash Mouth songs. There's like... I think it's the only good Smash <laughs> <laughs> I mean, their cover of uh, I'm a Believer is all right. Yeah, but that's a cover. <laughs> it's, it's a cover. Do covers not count, Micah? Covers don't count. Okay. Well, then, yes, it's their only good song. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, hello everyone. Uh, this is uh, recently logged. Uh, it's a movie podcast. If you've never listened to it before, uh, I figured I'd explain to you what it is. I mean, I feel like almost everywhere you would stumble upon recently logged. It's kind of obvious that it's about movies, but you know, whatever. <laughs> I mean, the cover right now, like what you're seeing <laughs> on the screen, if you're watching this on YouTube or if you clicked on it on like Spotify or something, is literally just Shrek. So. <laughs> it's literally Shrek, yeah. Well, who knows? We could just be discussing the, like the, the philosophy of Shrek or something. Oh like yeah, like, there's the podcasts. Philosophy of Shrek. There is there are podcasts out there that discuss the philosophy of media. Yeah, let's let's talk about the philosophy of Shrek. I, I feel like the philosophy of Shrek really isn't that complicated. <laughs> Months. We gotta break it down. The audience wants it. I I don't think that's what they want, Micah. I, roll with it. I think I think they just want to hear uh, the basic facts for the movie so that we can get on to the main discussion. <laughs> roll with it, SpongeBob. Roll with it. <laughs> All right, it's you, a great episode. You, we're, gonna, we're gonna do the uh, the, the the basic facts. <laughs> All right, Shrek is a 2001 movie. Actually, he's an ogre, Mike. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's rated PG. It's ninety minutes. Uh, the little IMDb description is: a mean lord exiles fairy tale creatures to a swamp of a grumpy ogre who must go on a quest to rescue a princess in order to get his land back. Well, yeah, so it, just like Scooby Doo, it's all about real estate, Mike. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> it's always about real estate. Uh, the cast consists of Mike Myers, Eddie Murphy, Cameron Diaz, John Lithgow. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Uh, it's directed by Andrew Adams and Vicki Jensen. Heck yeah. <laughs> um, it was based on a book by William Steig. Steig, I would Steig. guess, but I don't know. <laughs> and then the screenplay was written by, I guess, Ted Elliott. Terry Rocio, <laughs> John Stillman, uh, Joe Stillman, sorry, and Roger Shulman. Shulman. Well, there you go. I guess that's all you need to know. Uh, it won one Oscar. Oh, yeah, yeah, This is the first. best animated feature. It was the first. The first ever award-winning animated movie. Mm. Well, not first ever award-winning. It was first, the first. First best animated feature winning. Yeah. At the Academy. Because animated feature didn't exist i was about to say like snow white won that honor uh, honorary award at the oscars when it came out but... and didn't beauty and the beast just win best picture no it didn't win best oh, picture best but they, picture. they, they like it, though, it right? got nominated yeah because it was <laughs> apparently it was just good enough that they were like okay maybe animation needs a category of its own <laughs> right 
Uh, but yeah, that's that's uh, uh, <laughs> Shrek. And if you don't know what Shrek is, you've been living I, under a cultural rock. I feel like I feel like even even though we weren't allowed to watch Shrek as children, even we know what Shrek was. No, like Shrek was huge. It doesn't matter if you like watched it extensively <laughs> or not. Shrek was like. <laughs> It was Shrek. It was Shrek. Yeah, I was about to say. Like, it seems like Shrek has always been there. You know, right? I mean, like, it's because it came. Which out I mean, right. it came out like right before I was born. So, right? Like, yeah, it it has always been there for me, anyway. But like, you know, culturally, it's always been like it. It became big whilst we grew up. Yeah. So. But yeah, uh, the, those were the basic facts. Let's let's move uh, move on into our opening thoughts about the, the movie called Shrek. The basic thoughts. The ba- okay, no, the opening thoughts. The basic thoughts. The opening thoughts. Basic thoughts. Opening thoughts. Basic thoughts. Well, uh, I guess since I usually go first, I'll go first. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, well. What do I sh- what do I think? I almost said what do I Shrek? What do I think? What do you Shrek, Ruby? <laughs> what do I think of the of the movie called Shrek? Um you know, I I hadn't seen Shrek like the first time I watched it was like a couple years ago now, two or just was, last no, was, year? No, Ruby. What? Wait, how long ago was it? It's been like 5 years five since years? we first saw Shrek, if not more. Oh. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> Well, never mind then. <laughs> but like, oh, we didn't we didn't really grow up with it in the same way a lot of people did, uh, especially from our generation. Um, but it's it's really it's it's an interesting movie. It's you can definitely tell uh, it's a, kind of a response to um, like the Disney fairy tale era, like. Um, what is that? What is that, that age what it, called? That's what it was. Yeah, I was about to say that's what it was. Uh, pretty much from inception. Um, what is that era called? I don't remember. But all like uh, everyone's familiar with like Snow White, Cinderella, that era of Disney. Um, it it's pretty much just a direct satire of that, and it it works really well as that. Because you see, <laughs> Jeffrey Katzenberg. <laughs> was kicked out of Disney. Whoops. And then he started DreamWorks. <laughs> and, he started and he decided, hey, let's make a movie parodying everything from Disney. And then it was the biggest success of all time. <laughs> Which I have no idea how. Like coming from a place of like, haha, let's get back at those Disney folks. I know, it feels like it should just be a bunch of like really unclever cheap jokes, like cheap shots at Disney, you know? <laughs> yeah. But it's actually a really surprisingly clever movie with a really good message. Yeah. Like who would have thought? <laughs> um but overall, I really enjoy it. Like a uh, comedy, it's it is a comedy like first and foremost, and that's one of the most like subjective things to criticize in a movie because uh, different people find different things funny. <laughs> That's just <laughs> a fact of life. Um, I personally find this movie uh, really hilarious, but that is just me. Um, <laughs> I would be like it was influential to my comedy as a child, but like I, I, I think it just shares my comedic taste. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I, I didn't really watch it when I was. I think younger. it shares like everybody's comedic taste. <laughs> I mean, it's just a funny movie, man. Besides, like. I guess, like, somewhat, like, my parents are older. 
Yeah, I don't I know. I feel like, because um, like, even, even my mom likes quite a bit of the stuff in this. She just thinks it's stupid. <laughs> um, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, there's, a, it's just a, especially... We're, we're going to be talking about the whole Shrek series in, in the context of we've only seen uh, the second one. The first two. Yeah, like the first two. and uh, But like... I, of I, course, I'm not looking forward to Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It looks weird. I'm not... Yeah, no, I'm not looking forward to it. But but since we only have the context of the first two, it, this one's not as funny as the, I think the second one is. Yeah. Um, it just... Yeah, I think it's a lot more of that kind of snappy-ish back and forth improv sort of comedy like that style that feel to it yeah and the second one has the second one has a lot more like written jokes in it no this definitely was a lot more just like yeah this one the characters just being yeah this one feels like each other they you could have just played this movie straight to an extent not obviously not all the way because of some of the plot points but <laughs> uh you could have just played it straight without all of their like uh joking dialogue in it and it would have worked relatively well most of it most of the actual jokes themselves come from the characters saying them yeah and and a lot of it actually was improved when it comes to <laughs> some of the more iconic jokes yeah yeah um but on the whole i don't know i really i really love it uh it's it's a insanely rewatchable movie like it's i'll probably just turn it on like <laughs> like a bunch of times in the rest of my life <laughs> be like what do i want to watch and then i'll see my shrek uh dvd sitting on <laughs> sitting there across the room and i'll be like oh yeah it's shrek time baby uh and but yeah i don't i don't know we'll we'll get into more into what i think later all right i so rambled that, on there is that your basic yes that, those are those are my opening your thoughts. basic thoughts why don't you share what you thought of the movie shrek all right i'll share my basic thoughts no um I like Shrek quite a bit. I think it's pretty darn funny most of the time. Yeah. Um, I think it's got some really cleverly written jokes. I think the, all of the characters, even Cameron Diaz, who I'm not a fan of, oh, yeah. have really great chemistry. Like, just the three of them just going off. Yeah, I didn't even mention the And I feel like that's something you kind of miss, at least in the second one. Like, um, I feel as the series goes on, as it becomes more quote-unquote grand... Um, you kind of lose just, like, the feeling of just, like, the three of them hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of a hangout movie, I guess. Um, I will say one thing, because, like, I love so much about this movie, <laughs> but I hate one thing about this movie. So, <laughs> in story writing, I've always kind of disliked, but in this movie especially, I really dislike uh, plot points where it's, like, the simplest tiny misunderstanding that completely drives the plot. <laughs> So, like, um, for those of you who don't know, Fiona turns into an ogre at night. <laughs> You're spoiling Shrek. Yes, I'm spoiling Shrek. Uh, Fiona turns into an ogre at night, and nobody knows, <laughs> except for Donkey, who now knows. Well, now that, the audience knows. <laughs> and and Fiona likes Shrek, and Shrek likes Fiona, but Fiona, <laughs> for some reason, thinks, even though Shrek is an ogre that he won't like her because she turns into an ogre so she says she's hideous and ugly and that nobody would like an ogre right as shrek conveniently <laughs> walks by and hears hideous ugly and nobody would love an ogre and then he thinks after going and getting a flower for her that she's talking about him 
So then he becomes a big jerk. Oh my gosh. And he leaves. <laughs> wow. And that's the whole end of the plot. Like, I hate that so much. Is that like the only thing you dislike about this movie? Um, almost, yeah. That's <laughs> that's almost the only thing I dislike about the movie, but I really dislike it. I mean, obviously, I think there are some things that are not perfect. Yeah, well, Not all the jokes yeah. land. Yeah, not all of them. And, like, some of the plot's just kind of weird, but, like, <laughs> yeah. the only thing I probably actively dislike is, yes, that. Well, there you go. So, yeah, those are, those are my <laughs> basic thoughts all right well let, let's uh let's dive on into uh our main discussion micah yeah let's do it all righty uh do you do you have an opening question for do us do i have an opening <laughs> question that that is the question is the opening that's the question. opening question whoa um i solved my own problem <laughs> sure and i was stupid this time and didn't think of an answer to this age-old question oh, <laughs> doing this one first yeah, because okay. I didn't really think of anything right. else. Uh, but um, man, I was stupid. I usually pick these <laughs> while we're watching the movie. Uh, what is your favorite scene or sequence? Hmm. Actually, I do think I have one though. Ah, that's tough. There, there are a lot of good ones in this. You got the you got the dragon layer, which is a lot of fun. You got the opening, <laughs> which is a lot of fun. You got the Monsieur Hood <laughs> section, which is really fun. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I like a lot of this movie. Just like I, stuff I... It kind of has that... Um, not not to say it feels like Monty Python, but it kind of has that Monty Python effect with me where I kind of remember, like, every scene. Yeah. And fond memories. So it is a fun movie. Yeah. Um, if I had to pick favorite scene um might actually go with the monsieur hood scene it's really funny <laughs> wow like if if i would just if i was just going to like preserve one scene in this movie and i didn't pick the all-star scene <laughs> wow because that it's really iconic you're, going, you're going way off from what i'm gonna pick. okay i know i know but i really i i just really like the monsieur hood no it's song. just funny because like my favorite <laughs> scenes and sequences of this and i don't remember exactly like which one i want to choose because like but it's one of like the donkey and shrek just like yeah. finally opening up and like talking either the moon the moon one is fine but i'm trying to remember where the other one is like the one before the moon one and i can't remember the specific scene where they first start like actually talking talking um i mean <sighs> They kind of talk outside of Duloc a little bit. No, that's that's after the moon scene. Oh, is it? Well, no, I guess no. before. I was about to say, there's no way that's well, even possible. They go back to Duloc. Well, I thought yeah, you were talking about that. No, no, no. no. Um, um, with the whole onions thing. Like, yeah, the onions. Um, I don't know. Just like, I guess, I guess the, the sequence I would refer to, because if you could just do a sequence, would just be like mm -hmm. Donkey and Shrek's friendship. That's my favorite stuff, like, when they actually have moments of, like, just being good pals. Because, <laughs> like, mean, yeah. cause like I said, I think their relationship is kind of at the heart of this, even though, like, you have the Shrek and Fiona <laughs> romance. I mean, yeah. Um, And I feel like you just kind of lose a lot of it in the second one. Because I love the second one. I mean, yeah, but that's there's true. not a whole lot of no, Shrek donkey there's stuff. There's not a lot going of Shrek on. and donkey action <laughs> in the second one. 
Um, and and even then, you add Puss in Boots, which is a, a fun fun uh, shake up to their dynamic in that movie. No, yeah, but... like I like I said, I love yeah. Shrek too, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, yeah. I really really okay. like Shrek and Donkey just being able to get along and just like talk and joke with each other. If I was picking like an actual favorite scene and not just like a favorite like joke. <laughs> See, I wasn't going for okay. favorite joke. I was going for favorite scene. I probably could have we probably could have done favorite joke as well, its own. Well, I'm just category, saying, I'm Rebbe. just saying like that that is probably my favorite scene in the movie, but if I'm picking like a quote-unquote real scene from the movie, <laughs> I would probably choose the moon scene. Yeah. Yeah. It's just really good. <laughs> if we're going favorite joke, I have an answer too, though. All right. Uh, well, then next question: What's your favorite joke, Micah? <laughs> favorite joke in the movie? Donkey Kong, you wanna hold it? <laughs> Please. <laughs> then you gotta, gotta, gotta try a little tenderness. Oh my god. That is my favorite joke of the whole movie. I would have killed to see that in the theater. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, story time, people. This was awesome. This was amazing. So, for Valentine's Day. Oh my gosh. <laughs> me and Haley. Which she's been on the podcast. Yeah, she's been, um, she was on the Insidious she episode. She was on the Insidious episode. But me and Haley, on Valentine's Day, we were like, let's go see a movie. Let's go see it. And then we were like, okay, what's in theaters? <laughs> Shrek. Shrek. We went and saw Shrek. Which I mean, in theaters, Shrek is one of the greatest date Day. night movies ever made. So it makes sense that it was playing on Valentine's Day. It was it was an amazing experience. <laughs> Dang, bro! It, it would have been killer. I guarantee. I, that is a really good joke. Though. No, it was great. Yeah, I love that joke. Um, it was great seeing it in theaters too. See, I don't know. I'm not a big uh, hood scene fan, other than really? like the song, because I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't like the Matrix fight joke. I think it works pretty well. I don't I, I don't know. <laughs> like it works for telling the story, but I don't find it funny. Oh, see, I find it funny. Yeah. Just mostly the song. I find no, funny. no. I find the song funny. I'm saying like the Matrix bit. I don't find. Not funny. to mention the choreography for the song is so good. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah, but, but I like honestly. That entire, like, the entire forest section is just so funny to me. <laughs> right? Blue flower, red thorns, blue flower, red thorns. <laughs> this would be a whole lot easier if I wasn't colorblind. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's a good time. Uh, yeah, no, I'd say I'd cite the forest walking with Fiona back to uh, mm-hmm. back to uh, Duloc as, like, the best part of the whole but, movie. Yeah. Yeah, no, that has, like, a lot of my favorite uh, character moments and a lot of my favorite jokes in and that section. I know section. what it gets interrupted by, Remy. What's it get interrupted by? Them eating rats? It gets rats. interrupted by that <laughs> stupid, <laughs> stupid plot point. That's what the story led to. I don't That's think... what the greatest part of the whole movie led to. <laughs> I don't think it's that egregious, Mike. Remy, but that is what the whole movie led to. Well, do you want to talk about that, Micah? <laughs> there's nothing else to say it's trash um why why do you think that plot point doesn't doesn't mesh well that is that is with the rest of the story well it doesn't um, doesn't work well i've always thought like even when i was really like young and i don't know why I've and watched over that. the hedge sixteen thousand times <laughs> yes even even like the over the hedge thing i thought was stupid um, yeah see there's a dreamworks movie we grew up with <laughs> Ayo, over the hedge um but like 
I've always hated and I've always thought it was really stupid in in movies and <laughs> books and shows whatever when there's like simple misunderstanding plots especially especially to the horrible point of this movie like this movie is an extreme case of misunderstanding there's a lot of misunderstandings I mean, yeah. and movies that I could get but like him overhearing Fiona say like oh horrible I ugly mean, who could love an ogre to think it's right no no I get that <laughs> but he never once says anything that like makes it sound like he never says anything he's like oh I heard like I heard you last night and then he's just he just leaves. Fiona is never like, oh, then you know that I'm an ogre. <laughs> it's because he's cut deep, Micah. No, like there's so much in that conversation when they're mad at each other that it could have been so. It, it just bothers me so much. And then he goes through all that. Brings... I mean, it does get chopped off because Farquaad comes. Yeah, in. like like it's like, I don't know. That is the culmination of most of the story because you know the story kicks off the brady well that's that's breaking into act three yeah i know and like that's what i'm saying that is the culmination of this build-up for act like all of act two where i think the story is at its best where you have these Mm -hmm. characters at their best oh no act two is definitely and then you slam the story and the pacing right in your face and you're like wow this sucks and then hallelujah plays <laughs> shrek walks into the distance like i think hallelujah. it kills the pacing we stop the movie they go off back to the swamp blah 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 takes like two seconds of dialogue with donkey and shrek's like oh my i've been an idiot i mean i'm just glad like to to that point i'm just glad that they don't let it like brood for an entire like 20 minutes or something no it's not it's not the worst instance of this yeah that i've seen like, i've seen and I, and i've I seen think, much more egregious like, um, versions of this like even um a bug's life uh, <laughs> Which the entire, the, like, the entire plot is it's all simple mistakes and misunderstandings. Misunderstanding, like, like, like the whole thing from Flick's machine barely malfunctioning. I hate to that messing. no one, I hate that no one, like, gives Flick the credit he deserves, man. Right? Flick, like, The Bug's Life is one of my least favorite Pixar movies of all time. Is it just because of that, Micah? Well, and I don't really like the characters. I don't really find it funny. I think well, the animation yeah. looks bad. <laughs> well, yeah, all those other things too. <laughs> but mainly that, yes. Uh, but yeah, like, no, that's really, I don't know. I don't have much of a problem with this movie. I just always hate the movie when it gets to that point. I feel like this movie would be like 100% watchable for me if it wasn't for that plot point. Which is probably why you like the second one that much more is because there's no big misunderstanding plot point. Yeah, like, and 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 I thought they were going to do it, which we'll talk about. <laughs> yeah, which when we'll we get, get to, to the yeah. second one. But I thought they were going to do a misunderstanding plot. I was like, oh my god, oh are my you god. serious? <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. See, I. I agree that it it does bother me a little bit. Like obviously, like it's not as it doesn't it doesn't feel as smart as the rest of the screenplay is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It just feels kind of like thrown in there because they needed um, a reason for Fiona and Shrek to split up to reunite in the third act. Right, like kind of thing. They're getting along. They're getting along. They've grown. Yeah, they're, they're actually getting along along amazingly. <laughs> like Donkey, they're all happy. They're going well. So of course they need conflict. 
And honestly, I think I think growing up, I think it's just kids' movies that do this the most. <laughs> where and and I think that's just on the writers of kids' movies that they can't think of like smart conflicts. <laughs> so they just um, need a big misunderstanding. So they're just like, uh, sure, this thing happens. Um, Which I mean, in the screenwriter's defense, the whole misunderstanding thing in this movie kind of plays into the themes of the movie, like the message of well, it. Yeah, it, play, but it like, quote unquote plays into the <laughs> themes, but that's just from the fact that um, both of them think no one could love exactly, them, not yeah. the fact that Shrek misunderstood. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm not saying like this was. I'm not saying I'm not like defending this as the opportune choice for yeah. that. But I'm just saying like you can make an argument for saying that it works somewhat well. I don't know. I feel like you could have come to a like like for me personally. I feel like you could have come to a good, smart conflict while they're both getting like along together where they both have insecurity and like self-doubt and end up kind of just kind of breaking it off and and her going off in a way that isn't a conflict per se but it's just kind of both of them in self-doubt because both of them are supposed to think you could just have like farquad show up at the camp the next morning and they'll be like oh right uh (laughs) And then they'll, she'll just agree to go anyway, that sort of thing. Which would feel a little weird. No, I'm not even saying that. I'm saying, like, ha- make a conflict of some kind, but don't make it, like, a conflict conflict. <laughs> Build it up naturally through their character to just kind of be, like, they don't know what to do because they both have feelings for each other, but they both feel like they're unlovable in different ways, ways that they haven't even, like that Fiona hasn't even told them there could be conflict with that. Yeah. And I feel like they just kind of drop the ball in revealing it and using it as a misunderstanding plot. Fair enough. Yeah. Honestly, uh, to that point, I, I really do feel like that's like one of the only flaws with this movie, which is so crazy to me. No. Yeah. I really don't think I could like <laughs> be like uh, another point and then go into it like this with anything else. It's just like, yeah, I think some of the jokes don't work as well. <laughs> um, uh, do you have another question? I do have another question, Micah. Amazing. Uh, what's what is your favorite? Uh, well, I thought I had a question. What Hold on. Is your name? <laughs> no. What is your question? We're bringing it back around to the Monty Python what? thing from earlier. Dang, you're supposed to have your is question your ready. Oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> what is your favorite character from Shrek? There are a lot of good ones. I just, I just wanted to ask. I mean, Shrek. There are a lot of like really Shrek iconic characters. Shrek is like obviously a good pick because he is the main character, and it dedicates. <laughs> Shrek is obviously. A good and it de- <laughs> like the name of the movie is Shrek. It dedicates most of its time to giving you Shrek as the character, you know. <laughs> but I think honestly. Like, I have to go donkey. (laughs) Movie one donkey is just... I don't know. I find almost everything he says in this movie funny. (laughs) Movie one donkey? Yeah, because, like, I don't know. Shrek 2 donkey just isn't there that much. Yeah, that's true. I don't know, man. (laughs) Micah's like, I mean, Shrek is the obvious pick. (laughs) But then he picks donkey. No, yeah. I mean, donkey is the second obvious pick. Well, that's true. (laughs) Um, 
Like, there are a lot of fun characters in this. I'm not even a big Cameron Diaz or Fiona fan. Bro, and, like, Fiona's still, like, a fun character. <laughs> no hate against Cameron Diaz, but I kind of hate all of her work. <laughs> okay, just, like, most of the movies I've seen Cameron Diaz in, I have not liked her performance or her character. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I do I do like her performance in the Shrek franchise so far, so... Yeah. Good, good on her, I guess. <laughs> um... But yeah, like, because they're like the three main that they actually dedicate time to, and then there are all the other characters. What about Farquaad? You know? I would have to, I would say choose your favorite main character and favorite. choose your okay, favorite okay. side favorite character. Favorite main character, it's got to be Shrek, though. I don't know. I still got to pick Donkey. Okay. <laughs> I just find Donkey really funny, and I think he has just as much, not, not character growth, but character <laughs> moments as yeah, Shrek. Yeah. Because the whole thing is essentially their relationship and then in a more extent like fiona and his relationship definitely well yeah like it once again plays into the whole theme of no one could ever love uh, uh someone like me Whoa. so yeah like the first instance for shrek yeah. opening up is oh he finally has a friend somebody who doesn't judge him immediately and then he finds love i was about to say the movie would never happen without donkey so yeah <laughs> um and then favorite side character hmm <laughs> that's a toughie actually there are so many Farquaad has so many like iconic <laughs> lines Farquaad Some I swear you may Some die may but that's a sacrifice oh I will indeed indeed <laughs> <laughs> oh, just like <laughs> almost every line from him is iconic I can't believe it man <laughs> and so on and so forth you know what I'm gonna say favorite side character is the magic mirror. Kind of a kind of a kind of a no, left that's, field that, pick. No, that's but, a good pick. But he's he he's all of funny. his lines are funny. He's got he's got a good voice actor. Yeah. It's a good it's a good time. I yeah, whenever go, whenever the mirror's on screen, you're having a good time. I gotta go far quad <laughs> because while he is the worst, he is really funny and his lines are iconic and have spar- sparked so many memes. <laughs> um Oh my gosh, Micah, when I was watching it, every time every time I watch the movie, uh, whenever it gets to the wedding scene, I always watch for the him pointing at the crown. Right, theme. pointing at the crown. It's so good. Oh my gosh. Or uh, the the meme with the, the whole the ogre has fallen in love with the princess. <laughs> I swear. Uh. I, I honestly believe that they, like... I don't know what was happening at DreamWorks, but some of the frames in this uh, animation are amazing. Like, what? What? Who designed Lord Farquaad? Who designed him? <laughs> he looks so weird. I swear. Man. But yeah, um, hmm, I'm trying to think of like another good talking point. Good talking point. Um. I love how like two of our questions have almost had nothing to do with the quality of the movie. No, there's really because that's the thing about Shrek, and that's actually what I was worried about talking like talking oh. about Shrek is like besides like the couple things that I'm like, wow, I don't like this. <laughs> I mean, like, what is there to talk about with Shrek? You know, it's really funny, and yeah, it's, it's got just... some really enduring characters. Yeah. Um, but without like, especially without like Shrek too. That's there's really not much to the movie. <laughs> yeah, Shrek Two adds a lot of dimensions to the universe and to this movie that um, you don't have if you've just seen Shrek. Definitely. Um, hmm. But I mean, 
It's interesting to think about Shrek from that angle because a lot of the time, like a, a lot of the experience watching this is like it's a cultural like i said in the podcast description it's like a cultural touchstone at this point yeah like everybody has seen shrek it's it's kind of interesting too um how i feel like a lot of the the concept of shrek like on the internet and as most people see shrek versus like the movie shrek mm-hmm. and i'm sure that's because of you know like all the movies and everything yeah i was about to say and, we're, um, we're living in a like post shrek four five i don't remember how many four. there are four <laughs> they're coming out with the fifth one yeah post four shrek movie uh uh universe but yeah like like and 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 maybe shrefos is right i haven't i haven't watched shrek three and i haven't I don't remember, like, specifically when Shrek 3 came out, like, as a child. I, I remember, remember the release of Forever After. That's um, the only yeah, one I, I remember, remember that releasing, too, but, but I, don't, um, I don't remember 3 coming out. But, like, according to Shafrilis, which she is a huge Shrek fan. Um, and a great YouTuber. <laughs> a great YouTuber, too. Uh, he cites Shrek 3 as kind of the point where, yeah, it was always a cultural phenomenon, but where it becomes more of, like, just a meme because people <laughs> no longer thought the movies really had quality. Mm. So I feel like at that point, like, so much of Shrek has become just a meme. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people, like, miss the fact that, well, yes, there are a lot of memes and a lot of, like, like iconic jokes in Shrek. There is actually, like, a good story in Shrek. Yeah. Especially and, the second one. The second one is a killer story. Right? And it's kind of it's kind of funny to me, like, watching Shrek, and I'm like, wow, this really is, like, yes, like, there's Shrek the meme, but Shrek the meme, I feel like, has gotten separate from shrek the movie at this point <laughs> like shrek the meme has lived its own life <laughs> um yeah which i mean like there is something similar happened to uh b movie a, wor- a worse quality yeah, movie worse quality but for sure. still like there's a lot of merit there it's a, right? once again a really funny movie <laughs> like b movie does have quite a significantly underwhelming story compared yeah to no, no <laughs> if you're just comparing it to shrek on a movie standpoint like the, 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 there's not but, that much there but yeah like the the meme of barry b benson has lived <laughs> such a longer life and much a more extended life than the b movie ever has oh, so yeah. when you watch the b movie you're like ha huh, Barry B. Benson funny because of meme, but then like you're also like, oh yeah, the movie is kind of funny too. I was about to say, moving like if Shrek had just stayed totally underground, and they're like, like something like um, Sinbad or something like if it was at the popularity level of that, um, which I mean, the with the themes and stuff Shrek plays into, it was kind of destined to be huge when it came out. Right. I um, mean, there was nothing. There was nothing like Shrek. <laughs> when shrek came out there is everything like shrek now yeah um but i'm saying like if it had stayed underground like same movie um i think you would really step back and appreciate a lot of what the screenplay is actually doing yeah Uh, more so like not i'm not saying like you can't do that now but i'm saying it's a little harder because you're just like oh look it's the (laughs) meme from (laughs) but yeah and i think and i think also like um on on a point of what i've like what i said just a couple seconds ago i think shrek is is super important to and and, uh, you know it's gotten added to a bunch of film history stuff and i feel like a lot of people forget that like yeah just because now we're saturated (laughs) with a bunch of bad animation that's trying to rip off shrek i was 
feel <laughs> we're like layers deep now to where it's not even trying to rip off Shrek. It's trying <laughs> to, to rip, rip off Shrek ripoffs exactly. that are ripped off Shrek ripoffs. Yeah. Like we have gone into layers deep of kids <laughs> movies after Shrek, but Shrek influenced the kids movie genre like so heavily. It's not even funny. It's so crazy. Like man. celebrity voice acting wasn't even hardly that big of a thing <laughs> until Shrek. You know, Mike Myers as Shrek <laughs> is so weird to me because I I like almost can't hear that it's Mike Myers. Like like in in animated movies, for some context to people, like yes, you did have your occasional celebrity voice actor. Yeah, obviously. But like until Shrek, most of the time it was just like actual voice act, actors. like voice actors that are just voice actors, and then the celebrity was usually chosen specifically because somebody was like, yes, this celebrity for this character like you know like robin williams for the genie a character yeah. that was written specifically for that actor yeah but then when shrek came along <laughs> um and then it was like bam they used most of their marketing to be like eddie murphy mike myers cameron diaz <laughs> so everybody after shrek did amazingly well the studios were like oh oh so yeah. celebrity voice actors and dumb money <laughs> they were like celebrity voice actors dumb jokes and pop culture references equals money and they would be correct <laughs> And that was the downfall of animation. <laughs> the downfall of, of society. It wasn't Shrek's fault. It was the producer's fault. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, the the movie industry will always learn the wrong lessons from successes of movies. Right. I feel like that's just a, a, like a constant thing. Just yeah. movie, movie industries. Movie does well. Just like they learn that, like, the worst lesson hmm. possible from that. <laughs> Obviously, this thing, not the fact that the movie is really good. <laughs> It's like you watch Napoleon Dynamite and it does really well. And it's like, ah, yes, we must make all of our movies have milkshakes in them. <laughs> no, yeah. It, um, Stuff like that. I forget what, which Lindsay Ellis video it was. I think it was about um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where she's like, even with like historical epics, even when like historical epic movies started doing like like some of the big historical epic movies that came back started to do poorly nobody could comprehend the fact at the studio that the movies just weren't good it wasn't about the fact that Whoops. historical epics were bad it was that those movies were bad which is why we'd have stuff like pirates of the caribbean and gladiator and all sorts of things that got real popular <laughs> even though they were historical epics and that genre was pretty far gone like right? dead <laughs> at the so, time yeah studios pretty much will always learn the wrong <laughs> lesson from success or failure of a movie yeah and um but yeah i just think shrek is a really interesting quote unquote film study Oh, no, definitely. Just because, like, yeah, it's this really stupid, like, <laughs> funny, weird, goofy, petty movie yes. that influenced history so much. <laughs> I was about to say, if you're, if you're coming at Shrek from a film history context, it is such an odd movie. Like, such a totally weird movie. <laughs> Cause like, Especially in, like, a post-Shrek. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. Like, viewpoint, because, like... After Shrek, it, like we're just so used to the animation that <laughs> Shrek kind of led into. It's so weird, man. Like it's just wild to think about, like 
if Shrek never happened, you know? Like, right. what, what, like what would be the Shrek of the, of the right? world? Because I feel like it was inevitable. I feel like we were going to hit the whole, like, celebrity voice acting, weird yeah, no, plot. Obviously. Like, pop culture referencing, uh, you know, like, you know, the kind of animation we have now. And I feel like we're layers enough deep into that that now we have, like, trolls where it's part of... Trolls. Where not only the trolls are, like, are themselves a pop culture reference, but also their entire characters <laughs> are singing songs that are pop culture references. Yeah. <laughs> we're layers deep into it now. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Dang. Interesting to, interesting to think about, like, comparing trolls to Shrek. Because well, no, yeah. there's a bunch of similarities between them, but they're so drastically different in quality, man. No, I think I think trolls is an interesting talking point just in general, just because it is so layers deep into the concept of. I was about to say, like, Shrek has the the pop soundtrack, like, which I don't know how many animated movies had like this killer. There, of, uh, no, there weren't really. I was about any to say animated movie. Like, there were obviously, but they were never like just like, oh, get that pop soundtrack going, like in an animated kids movie. It was always like, yeah. hey, choose this movie. Like, there <laughs> were occasionally like obviously pop songs, but a lot yeah. of times they were usually written for the movie. Yeah, which I mean, it's just so crazy because Shrek has such a stacked soundtrack and a good score too. Um, but like, it's wild to think about the fact that trolls kind of has the same thing, like a lot of really, um, popular songs on it, but it just doesn't incorporate nearly as well into the movie. It's weird. Well, I think a lot of it, again, like a lot of it is missed what sh made Shrek good. And I think like, yeah. that's the real thing. Like what was good about Shrek that so many animated movies that are now not even inherently even anymore like I said ripping off <laughs> yeah. Shrek but that's just the cultural jump off point for yeah, kids animated say, movies like, that's like what do you have in a kids animated movie you gotta have the you gotta have yeah, the pop soundtrack you gotta the, have the goofy humor yeah exactly you gotta have like the pop culture references <laughs> exactly. the more adult jokes oh man um, <laughs> I would not. I would not show Shrek to like anyone under like twelve or something. Right, <laughs> it's, a, it's a bit racier than like I remember every there's time I watch of, it. There's a lot of stuff in it that I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's funny, but no, like funny, at the but, same time, like, but like I wouldn't show that. I to wouldn't a young show it. Kid. Yeah, I wouldn't show it to kids probably. Um, but again, we're we come from a little bit different background for for most people. Most people would like, yeah, show yeah, Shrek to not? the to the kids. It's a kids movie. I mean, it does have an important message for the kids, Micah. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah. Um. But yeah, no. I think I think that's really the only other, for me personally, interesting point of discussion for Shrek, because like. Shrek of the movie itself is so like, you know, it just is what it is. Yeah, you know? I mean, it, it was it was the first to do what it did, and it like it works pretty darn well. Yeah, I was about to say it's pretty um, great. <laughs> and I only have one big problem with Shrek on a whole, but I think it's really interesting to look as Shrek as, as like film history for like the current hellscape of animation <laughs> yeah animated movies especially kids movies are not in the hottest of uh yeah. conditions at the moment especially especially now now because yeah. like at least before there were so many that you would get like a lot of like you know good ones that were trying to not be 
like just you know money making kids movies yeah you'd get your your good amount of like good pixar you get your good dreamworks your good I'm, indie was, studio ones i was that would trying come to out. think of like good animated movies that came out in the past year but like soul was really great but yeah it, it, even even last year really the only good animated movies we got were just like wolf walkers and soul yeah and like outside of that we got a lot of kids animation that was honestly kind of trash and I kind of hate most kids' animated movies that come out now. And yes, I do attribute a lot of that to Shrek. <laughs> of course, a lot of that also comes from according like like from like Shrek Three kind of thing, where they lean even more into stupid comedy and not clever and just that kind of thing. And that movie still did well. <laughs> so <laughs> I swear. But I feel like after Shrek 1 and Shrek 2, the movie couldn't not do well. I was about to say, it would have to be like an absolute dumpster fire of a movie and just not be funny at all uh, for it to not succeed after Shrek 2. Honestly. I don't know. I think it could have even been not funny and it still would have done well. Ah, <laughs> uh, Yeah. No, it, Shrek is such a... I feel like we've said this a lot, but it's, it's such an odd movie. And it, no matter what context you look at it, like yeah. look at it with... Because, like, it's origins, whack, <laughs> like, whack, whack. Jeffrey Katzenberg being annoyed at Disney and wanting to make a movie to rip on them by making his own studio. and like <laughs> By break... making his own studio. No, and it's funny, too. Like, if you look at the history, he literally, when he made, like, DreamWorks, he literally was just, like, calling in every favor he could possibly mm-hmm. get in the animation department to start the studio and get people going. And, like... He was such a jerk. He even, like, with ants, he tried to, like, literally <laughs> rip off. He tried to rush it out before. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's not confirmed, but, like, Jeffrey Katzenberg did talk with the creators of ants before. <laughs> I mean, not, the creator of A Bug's Life before he left. And then he tried so hard to, like. They kept pushing that movie forward, man. Yeah. And just, like, all sorts of things like that. And just, like, so much of DreamWorks seems like it should just be a trash studio. Yeah. But DreamWorks has put out some genuinely really great movies. Yep. And then, like, the movie itself becoming, yeah, it's really funny and really good, but being so new and different and becoming, A, such a meme, and then, B, (laughs) such, like, a cultural, like... I don't know how to put it like changing point for yeah for it was a cultural movie, reset like <laughs> the movie industry <laughs> it was a cultural reset <laughs> like shrek is and there's no reason shrek should be the movie i'm saying that for but it is i think i think it honestly has earned its classic status no i think it has too even i mean it's on it's, its, own. Tw- it's 20 years old now man it doesn't feel like it <laughs> it doesn't feel like it at all, man. No, it really doesn't. Dude, it's 20 years old. That's what crazy. the heck? What the heck? There are people being born right now <laughs> where Shrek is going to be an old movie. Shrek is an old movie. And even though I was not born when Shrek, like, like, like Shrek was out when I was born, like, it is not an old movie by any no. means. It, like, pretty much just came out when I was born. <laughs> I was about to say in the grand in the grand timeline of you being on this planet, it's not that old, man. No, it's like you know, it's Shrek. It's kind of always been there. Like our our generation is the Shrek generation, really. Like, <laughs> we are the Shrek like in generation. the in 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 the theater <laughs> while we watched Shrek, it was pretty much just all college students and high school students. <laughs> yeah, 
because that's really the range of like Shrek fans. Yeah, I was about to say, I feel like most millennials enjoy Shrek to an extent. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it's uh it's odd. But do you have any other questions before we um sort of get into wrapping stuff up? Not really. I I honestly I'd be fine with just going into my closing thoughts. There's not very many other talking points I wanted to bring up. We pr- we've basically mentioned everything I actually think about the movie. Yeah. Um, so I just I, I was wondering like um earlier i don't really think it's a good way like a good question or anything i just wanted to know if there were any other jokes or anything specific from the movie oh, just itself like you wanted to like specifically other, other good gags from yeah just movie. like of note something um, that you specifically really liked about it oh man there are a lot of ones there are a lot of good ones um of course the entering duloc scene is really good <laughs> like it, it, just literally that entire sequence is so Dude, funny the fight scene with shrek like in the nights is so good oh my gosh yes <laughs> it's so good <laughs> can't we just settle this over, over a, a pint, pint? <laughs> <laughs> oh man the, see there uh it's so good the the um onion scene is really good oh gosh I feel like yeah, I feel like that scene has become a meme, and like it's just it right. it, work, it works so the, well. The the ogres like, have layers, the onions have like that is such a meme, <laughs> but it is like an actually really really well written scene. Yeah, um, <laughs> of course I already mentioned all of the stuff in the forest is really funny. Onions have layers, ogres have layers. You get it. <laughs> um, of course, uh, when all of the fairy tale creatures first come into his swamp. <laughs> is that's a really good scene too yeah it's no just I, really funny i like i like too how the and, and you know it's like a really simple joke it's nothing yeah, like yeah. super note but i've always liked how they're like he, he like yells at them and is like i'm going to kick you all out because <laughs> you're horrible and they're like yeah, yeah i'm gonna send you back where you came from. i'm gonna send you back where, where you came from yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah no. uh and it's just stuff like that that's clever to the to the and and I think that's why I like that joke too is it's clever specifically to the universe. Yeah. And so much of like the jokes in the movie are like so simple but they're clever to the specific universe that Shrek has built. Like the dragon being the way the dragon is. Mm-hmm. Like you're like, "Oh, yeah, that's kind of weird, but like it's <laughs> funny in the context of the Shrek universe because sure, why not?" like and the fairy tale creatures and just so many so many like goes into the cleverness of the building of the universe itself to where it's not just like you said like a like a cheap shot at disney every time i was about to say like it it could have so easily just turned into like let's take cheap shots at all the disney movies yeah instead it actually has a well-designed world in which comedy is pretty like built in to what they're telling like you could just have this environment and well of course like i'm saying like they had to write the jokes but i'm (laughs) saying the jokes come easily because they just have built something where comedy is so integral to the universe essentially something like seinfeld yeah would be a good example of that i think where they're not really like <laughs> telling jokes telling jokes but jokes just kind of they happen they're <laughs> happening things are funny in fact yeah i think as stupid as that sounds <laughs> i think even more like we said i think i think the first shrek is seinfeld <laughs> and the second shrek is like um 
I I wouldn't I couldn't think of a good second half to that analogy. But I was about to say like something like um, like Parks and Rec, but I feel like just because uh, the comedy styles are different, that doesn't really work. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think but, of like some comedy where like it's it's very much like jokes written as jokes versus kind of jokes feeling like they're coming more naturally. I mean, Parks and Rec is kind of a good example of that. Yeah. And like none of the like the universe of Parks and Rec is a whole nother conversation. Exactly. It's but that's weird. that's more what I'm saying. Like the kind of universe in Parks and Rec where they kind of just make these jokes and yeah, it's really funny, but it's not like quote unquote natural jokes. Yeah. It's more the fact that like <laughs> these things are I, happening. Yeah, as much like, oh it's so funny that that's happening, not like the, the settle this over a pint kind of thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. No, I, I see what you're saying. Uh, another one of my favorite gags from the movie uh, is the uh, game show uh, thing <laughs> yeah, with the mirror. I, I still the think that's so funny. The Bachelorettes. But yeah. Um, and that, for, that was like my last for, one. For my, for my comedy comment, though, like I love both Seinfeld and Parks and Rec. And yeah. I love both Shrek and Shrek 2. It's just they're very different in their comedy, in my opinion. Yeah. Which, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what to say. I agree. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I think we've really covered our, our Shrek basis. I don't think there's really anything else. A specific note. Every day I wake up and cover my Shrek base. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, there's a lot you could pick apart in Shrek if you really, really deep dived into honestly, it. Honestly, honestly, you could probably just make a Shrek podcast and just discuss, just, a di- just... discuss it through a different lens every time. Right. You, re- you really could. Um, you could go on episodes after episodes of just picking apart the entire Shrek series. Yeah. Um, but... It's good stuff, man. Uh, um, Let's... gosh, you interrupted my... I had a flow. Oh, you had you had the flow. I was going I... in a flow to lead us into our closing thoughts. Oh, sorry, sorry. And... It well, me I guess, off. I guess let's just go into our closing <laughs> So, yeah, let's go into our closing thoughts. So, um, do you want to do your closing thoughts first, or should I do mine? Uh, I guess I'll do mine first. Right. Um, uh, I, I feel like every time we get to the closing thoughts, every 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 episode, every episode, I always just we say to the closing. We've thoughts. already talked about everything. I don't know why you say that every time because that's not the point. Of I know closing it's not thoughts. the closing. I know it's not the point. <laughs> the, the point, point is, is to, to summarize. summarize. <laughs> I mean. Sometimes when the podcast is over, when when we're done with the main discussion, my opinion has changed on the movie. My opinion has not changed on Shrek over the course <laughs> I mean, of this conversation. Um, how is your opinion really going to change? Yeah, exactly. On Shrek? Yeah. Um, the the Shrek is what it is. Honestly, there's not too much complex. Really, to honestly, Shrek. it it's like I said to Micah last night while we were watching it. Um, I think Shrek is pretty much perfect outside of a few contrived plot points that they use in service of the main message which it is definitely a movie built around its message and it's a good message and it's a, yeah it's a we good message we didn't really talk about that much but um, like the message of this film and the way they do it with the ogres and everything it's a good it's, message. yeah no it's it's good stuff and um, then like with the friendship and fiona and everything how they build it very well done yes no <laughs> it's a very very smart uh move very very smart screenplay on the whole actually um it's just the focus on that main message and like propelling it to the end it just leaves to it leads to a few contrived plot points that i'm not crazy about but literally outside of that i think it's pretty much perfect 
I, I don't know. I wouldn't change anything about it other than that. Yeah. It's it's fantastic. <laughs> Are you good? Are yeah. You good? Okay. Uh, I say, see, for me personally, um, I love Shrek. I probably will always love <laughs> Shrek. Um, but outside of the universe being uh, almost perfect, in my opinion, and the comedy being almost perfect, in my opinion, <laughs> I don't think like the, the overall plot just doesn't do it for me. The message of the plot is good. But like overall, while I really like the movie, I just feel like the the plot plot of the movie is so underwhelming for me. And it's not even bad. It's not awful. You're not it's a just, fan of like Farquaad sending all the creatures and yeah, Shrek having to go get a swamp just like pack. The that sort overall of thing. entire plot. Like of if the you movie. were sitting down and telling this as like a children's story or something. I would, yeah, I would. You have to simplify it down to just the plot points happening. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's kind of underwhelming, and that's really my only uh, my only problem. Obviously, like I said, it's got like a lot of that one contrived plot point. <laughs> Again, it's only one plot point, but for me, it's like a big thing because that is the culmination of the story yeah. that I always that I already felt was kind of like underwhelming ish and needed to have something big. Like it needed to build to something and instead it just kind of cut itself off to have a contrived plot point. So I feel like while you had a pretty decent story, you ended up just not building it to anything special story wise. But outside of that, I think Shrek is almost perfect. Yeah. I gave the movie uh four stars out of five stars. Um Which I don't I, think I don't think I'll ever give I it think higher. That's a than fair that. rating, yeah. But like I don't think I'll ever lower it either. I think it's a very four-star movie because it's got so much that's like awesome about it, but I don't think it's like there, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. Good summarization of your thoughts, Mike. <laughs> um, I guess now that we're uh, done with that, we can we can head on in and see what we watched this what past week. What did we watch? What we recently logged. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> All right. So for those of you who don't know, even though we kind of alluded to what it is, we kind of alluded uh, to this section is wow. literally just us going over what we logged on Letterboxd. We log every film we see on Letterboxd that's on Letterboxd. Uh, so we're just going to go over what we watched since the last episode, which the last episode was a what we watched episode where we just <laughs> talked about what we watched in more detail than what we're going to do right now. Who'd have thought? So we're starting after the SpongeBob SquarePants movie, correct? Yes, because uh, the the episode went out on the twenty uh, second. So we're starting on the twenty second for what movies we watched. We didn't yes. actually watch a whole lot of <laughs> no, movies. No, we didn't this watch time. very much this past week. Um, this week was weird. This week I feel was... like we were busy, but I don't even remember what we were busy <laughs> with. <laughs> I don't know. I was I was kind of preoccupied all week, so yeah. Um, but yeah, do you want to, do you want to start us off? Sure. Uh, the afternoon while we were working on getting the last, last week's episode out, we were watching, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. It was a rewatch, the new. Yeah. And you know, cause they put it on Prime and we just saw it and we were like, Sonic, why not? Like, give it a, <laughs> give it a rewatch. We may never rewatch it again, but like, you know, give it that rewatch it does deserve in my opinion. <laughs> you think it deserved a rewatch, Micah? Yes. If it was two D, if it was a two D animated Sonic, it would deserve it would deserve a rewatch. I think. Wow, <laughs> there's there's a lot we could do a whole we could oh, do yeah, a whole there, episode. There's about a lot Sonic. to discuss. It's it's whack. There's a lot to do with Sonic, but at the end of the day, I do think it's 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 a pretty cute, pretty harmless movie with Jim Carrey giving an amazing performance, 
And unfortunately, uh, James, how do you say, Marsden? Yeah, James Marsden is in it. And that's the biggest L. But like, <laughs> the biggest L. Sonic is not Sonic in my opinion, but he's no, fine. No, he doesn't feel like Sonic at all. <laughs> I'm a, like, and I'm a big Sonic fan. I always have been. Both me and Robbie used to be part of a Sonic fan club yes <laughs> uh and yeah like he like that's that's probably my biggest pl- complaint just to simplify the movie is sonic doesn't feel like sonic but jim carrey amazing like honestly i love that performance so much yeah it, honestly it's like top three jim carrey performances <laughs> honestly right uh i gave the movie three stars which i think is yeah i think it's a pretty three star think, yeah i think that's a pretty fair rating um next what did you um, watch next next would be for nancy for me okay i watched in between uh nancy because we we watched nancy together um i watched a man there was which um is a russian movie i don't remember what language it was in i believe it was russian or no it was swedish that's right um it was my first ever 1910s movie like first ever movie i had our feature length one anyway from uh, that i had seen from the 1910s and it was really fantastic you should go check it out um it is surprisingly surprisingly emotional it was a good time Hmm. um but yeah after that we watched uh nancy yeah nancy was the 2018 movie a weird movie it is (laughs) weird yeah you could you could do a whole episode on nancy too they came out of the shower and they (laughs) I turned it on and then they rewind and I watched it from the beginning and not sure I would have ever chose to watch it. Yeah. Not no. sure I'd ever choose to watch it again. I mean, I would have turned it on maybe because Steve Buscemi I was, about to was say, in Steve it. Steve Buscemi's in it. But like That's pretty cool. outside of that, there's not really a big you know, reason I would have turned it and on. You know, the only thing I really liked about this movie. What? Steve, Steve Buscemi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's there's a lot of interesting technical elements you could discuss with nancy i feel story like story kind of sucks. there's i feel like it's a lot of wasted opportunities with its storytelling yeah like like the, the point is told through the story well but the story itself just isn't well paced out and no. structured no and not very cleverly done so you just kind of have this very base level doesn't go anywhere story that tells this very simple like point yeah not not great uh, on the whole. I mean, it was fine, I guess. But hey, I found out uh, that the director of this was one of the directors who worked on the act, which was a series I was interested in. Well, there you go. I mean, Supposedly, yeah, it's pretty good according to Letterboxd. <laughs> according to Letterboxd. <laughs> Letterboxd.com. Uh, but yeah, no, Nancy was weird. I gave Nancy three and a half. I do think it was like pretty decently well made. I think I think a three and a half is pretty fair. Yeah, I, I just don't think it like ended up being much. <laughs> no, yeah, um, it, it could have been so much more. <laughs> uh, next, I logged um, Demon Slayer, uh, the show, not the, the movie. Show. The movie hasn't come out in America yet. It's coming out next disc, month disc. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh yeah you can log this show on letterboxd so i did i, I didn't rate it because you know it's, it's a tv show not a movie <laughs> um but i just want to shout it out because it honestly is one of the best anime i've seen and i would i would call it pretty darn accessible from most people because it doesn't have a lot of the stuff that's very anime-y and the fact that a lot of people get turned off to it except for that one really 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 annoying guy in yellow on the cover i don't remember his name (laughs) wow Uh, but it's it's very gory show but i would i would suggest it 
it's very fun, very well written for anime, especially show. <laughs> well, there you go. But Michael, what is a show if not movie persevering? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Didn't See? you? Didn't you say we might do this on the podcast though for um, when the movie comes out? Yes, I'm thinking about a couple weeks down the line. We're still going to be doing the Shrek uh, franchise, but we're thinking about taking like a two week break to do the show and then the movie. Uh, yeah, we're unconfirmed as of yet since we don't know if we'll be able to see the movie uh, when it comes out. But still, but uh, yeah, because um, as as we have said though we haven't done yet, we said we were going to start doing TV shows. Yeah, <laughs> in in season three, haven't done one yet. Well, no, we did Wandavision. I take that back. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a miniseries, but yeah. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, that was the 23rd, so. Um, I did want you watch to. Anything on the 24th? I did. I watched a crap ton of shorts. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> I want to. I want to. the 24th. I didn't watch anything. You were working that day. Oh. Um, that makes sense. So I, I, I had the house to myself, so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to watch some shorts. I'm going to catch up on some stuff I missed. Um,. And I just want to shout out some of the best ones here. Um, Hedgehog in the Fog, uh, 1975. It's on YouTube for free. Um, was it a Hedgehog in the Fog? It was a. It was actually, yeah, it was a Hedgehog in the Fog. <laughs> he, he had like a really high-pitched uh, Russian voice. It was really funny. Um, well, not funny, but like, <laughs> it was It was really, it was, it was a good short. It's good stuff. Um, <laughs> after that, I watched uh, Hunger, which was a 1974. Uh, one of the... F- first ever computer animated shorts ever like ever made that's cool which is crazy um it was really really good and also very terrifying (laughs) um (laughs) would not want to watch that like around thanksgiving time uh uh, after that uh, another really fantastic one i watched was la chambre which is a 1972 french experimental film where basically the camera is just rotating around a room for uh 11 minutes and it was it was quite good as well. Um, then I watched also Mammals from 1962, which was my first Roman Polinsky movie. Mm-hmm. Um, this was actually really funny. Um, I don't know why it has such a low average on Letterboxd. Like it still mystifies me. It has like a 2.7. I think it should be at like a at least a 3.7 or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's really funny, really inventive. It uses its uh, environment that it sets up really really well it was just a really funny and fun short mm, it was funny and fun <laughs> uh and then uh last one i wanted to mention was the lamp also uh roman polinsky short um and it was really scary <laughs> it was a uh, I, I believe I, I believe it's not too big of a jump to say that this was about the holocaust like an allegory for the holocaust <laughs> um which is i mean uh, even more scary yeah <laughs> um but like, yeah, it was really good. So the lamp, uh, mammals, uh, there, yeah, there were there were a bunch of good ones. This Did week. you watch on the twenty fifth, Remy? Twenty fifth, I watched multiple things on the. Because I was about to say you watched <laughs> even more without me. Oh, did I? Yeah, oh, got, well, um, I guess. You got Brief Encounter. Yeah, I watched uh, Brief Encounter since I saw that it was David Lean's birthday, the director of Brief Encounter. <laughs> um, and I had been looking for an excuse Which to rewatch it. Is, it. It, it is a good movie. It's a very good movie. Um, I, I don't know. We could probably do an episode on it sometime. It's mm. it's got a lot of really inventive uh, camera work. That the last like ten minutes of it, I think, are just like absolutely perfect with what the screenplay had set up. Um, and the two uh, main uh, like cast people have really great chemistry. So mm. 
I, I see Brief Encounter as one of my favorite uh, 40s movies, definitely. And yeah. one of my favorite romance movies, like, of all time. And then it's a good movie. On the 25th, also watched Cow TV. Cow TV. <laughs> yeah, I watched Cow TV. Why, why do you hate Cow TV, Ruby? I don't hate Cow TV. Then why didn't you give it a like? Because I didn't like it. <laughs> why did you hate Cow TV, Ruby? <laughs> no. <laughs> I just think, uh, as experimental shorts go, not it's not doing too much. <laughs> Who said it was trying to do too much? <laughs> <laughs> who said it wasn't just supposed to be a relaxing thing to watch at which the creator does find it rather relaxing well then i guess you, you succeeded on that front mike <laughs> <laughs> yeah i put out a, i put out a short and this was not a planned short this was something i randomly threw together most of my shorts at least have some planning and some writing out this had no this was just me being bored. I think this is your. I think this is your worst short film yet. I don't think it's my worst short film. I really like Cow TV. Well, I think it's funny. I mean, the more you know thing is kind of funny. <laughs> Did you guys know that cows had thirty-two teeth? Yeah, you guys know that. You would if you watched Cow TV. Okay. I mean, it's on. It's on YouTube. I don't know if it'll pop up if you search I'm Cow TV. I'm pretty sure it would pop up if you search Cow TV. What else is going to be coming up with Cow TV? But anyway, because uh, we're cause the shorts of Ravi really slowed us down. Okay, sorry, wise. sorry, jeez. Uh, also on the 25th, we watched Lawrence of Arabia. This was my first time watching Lawrence of Arabia. Never another David Lean movie, um, baby. I absolutely loved it. I thought it was amazing in almost every way. I think it's one of the most cleverly written stories uh, I've ever seen. Um, I have no idea. Like, almost everybody I know, uh, like, personally, not, like, obviously film people. Most <laughs> film people I know would call this a really good movie. But, like, almost all of my family hates this for some reason, even though it. they haven't seen it in, like, 30 years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and they're like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe you're watching Lawrence of Arabia. It's Arabia. such a trash movie. Uh, it's so boring, oh, and I didn't find it boring. I thought the story fantastic. was amazing. <laughs> I thought the cinematography was amazing. I thought the score was amazing. I thought the acting was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I thought the message, like, especially was really unique and awesome, and I'm going to do a video on it at some point. Um, yeah, it was fun rewatching it again. <laughs> I gave it five stars. Uh, I... I, I don't know. I I loved Lawrence of Arabia. <laughs> well, there you go. I'm glad. I'm glad I uh, sat down and watched it. Yeah. I would. I would probably put that into like a top like twenty or something favorite movies or Ooh, something. Spicy. Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot more on a second watch. I appreciated it a lot more for what it was on a second watch too, because I had seen it before just by myself, uh, and it. I I wasn't blown away by it. It was fine. But I, I did like it quite a bit more this time. So. And uh, and then we drop off real fast in quality of movie for me anyway. Wow. <laughs> did you watch anything on the 26th? Uh, I did not. Okay, no. so the 27th. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Shop, a pop-up. Do we want to mention, I like, I'll yeah. I'll just say, hey, go watch Shop, a pop-up. Yeah, it's just very good. Go to YouTube, gonna... type in Shop, a pop-up, and then. It'll pop up. And, and also watch Opal it. while you're at it. Yeah, watch Opal too. Good times. Just watch both of those. That is the official recently <laughs> recommendation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we watched. Um, uh, well, then I watched anyway. Avalon High. Uh, yeah, I was editing during that. Um, Avalon High, <laughs> Disney movie, Disney Channel movie. Really? Trash in every way. 
Uh, Everywhere. They had that one actor from... uh, Runaways. From Runaways. Oh, boy. That was a nightmare. Um, Yeah. Not fun. Not funny. Not well written. Not well shot. (laughs) Nothing about it was good. Then why are you still talking about it, Micah? You're giving it buzz. I gave it one and a half stars. (laughs) Next... uh, I mean, the next thing I yeah, watched that's was the next thing I watched too. Uh, We Can Be Heroes. Heck yeah. 2020, Robert, baby. Robert Rodriguez's masterpiece, We Could Be Heroes. His, well, perhaps his magnum opus. The sequel <laughs> to hit movie Shark Boy and the Lava Girl, even though it, <laughs> as, as a sequel, it's the most confusing thing it's, in the world. It's not really a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was really like Weird? It, was, it was. It was about what I expected. Um, it was a bit a, better than I expected. It's a honestly. whack movie. It's it's a Robert Rodriguez kids movie that's a sequel <laughs> to Shark Boy and Lava Girl. I feel like that. Describes what more do you need it. to know? Yeah, I was about uh, to say if you've seen Shark Boy and Lava Girl, you I think you know. Almost every bit of the production was done like either by Robert Rodriguez or his family, which I find pretty funny. Like he's like director, family, family director, grown, cinematographer, baby. editor, producer, <laughs> uh, writer. Uh, I don't know what another another one of his family was another producer did the compose like composer like just it, it's it was wild, all man. it was all the Rodriguez family, um, but hey, I will shout out one thing about this movie. What Pedro Pascal? Ayo, Pedro Pascal. Heck yeah! Heck yeah! <laughs> Dude, I just wanted to see him actually in action with the swords, though. I, I feel felt, like... I felt robbed with that. I feel like we could just do a Shark Boy and Lava Girl episode and tack on our thoughts on this <laughs> sometime. Because there's a lot to talk no, about no, with Shark the Boy mo- and Lava The Girl. most disappointing part about We Could Be Heroes is that Pedro Pascal had a really sick power, had really <laughs> sick weapons, and then did not get to use them literally at all. He jumps at them in one shot, and then that's it. <laughs> but honestly yeah i think i think if we if we did one long episode we could talk about yeah those yeah because there is quite a bit to talk about yeah there is own there is something to talk Heroes, about but there is quite a bit to talk about on its own for <laughs> shark boy and lava girl but not enough where i'd be like yes let's do an episode <laughs> let's do a shark boy and lava girl episode so we might do that as a double feature sometime yeah uh yeah interesting movie i liked it though just for the record and, i liked uh, that Heroes. was the last thing i logged um, I, wa- I I logged Cow TV and Lizzie's Treat once again, which are two of Micah's short films, if you are unaware. Um, There's a reason, though, Revy, that Cow TV is not an M. Grayway film <laughs> short film. It's a, a random thing I put out on my personal channel. It's not... It's not officially under the umbrella of M. Grayway Films because there was literally zero effort put into it. Wow. <laughs> well, there you go. Um... Is there is there any project you've been working on the past week that you want to shout out here at the end, Micah? Um, uh, I've been uh like like I scheduled myself now that I've started more college classes and everything to um only do one video a month for my channel, uh. But I did I am starting to like plan out my video for next month, which is going to be the brick video, and I am running polls for um, like my next video. Uh, after that, which, like I said, very well could be a Lawrence of Arabia video, mm. could be a Wolf Walkers video, mm. a Prestige video, mm. a The Wind Rises video. <laughs> mm. <laughs> wow. Well, uh, but yeah, at the moment, it's a tie between Wolf Walkers and Lawrence of Arabia. 
You can vote on that on my Twitter at Micah underscore Grayway. Well, there you go. Um, but yeah, it's a tie, and I can't have another tie like the farewell and brick. <laughs> I don't know how we tied on the farewell and brick. Even when I ran the poll again, we tied. I was like, what the heck, guys? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's really it. I've just been kind of, you know, because of how busy I've been, I have, I don't have time to do two videos a month. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, anything you want to shout out? What have I been doing the past week? Uh, I've worked on a lot of personal projects. Um, once again, if you want to, if you're interested in my film opinions, I've, I've, uh, added a few more lists to my letterbox stats page rather interesting oh, yeah i ranked robert rodriguez yeah i was about to say um a really a fun thing you could go and check out are my director lists which if you uh find like my robert rodriguez list uh, it's right at the top at the moment uh because it's the last list i edited uh you can find a link to all the other director lists where i've ranked like christopher nolan's filmography spielberg's filmography that sort of thing by the way i, I just i do want to say though i found this rather confusing uh, for people um but what? on letterboxd i am micah or games underscore things i feel like people <laughs> haven't found like, like there's some people who i follow who are i don't think know who i am <laughs> because of my name on i here. see i mean i don't know uh, letterboxd do you have your twitter linked to it yeah huh yeah, I don't know. That's usually but, how I identify but people. But Yossi doesn't follow me. Wait, Yossi doesn't follow you? Yossi doesn't follow oh. me. It's sad. Sad times, man. Ray, I've, I've, Yossi's I've, a cool guy. Right? Right? <laughs> and I feel like he would like the fact that I've liked some of these movies. <laughs> Mike, maybe if you change your profile picture to your actual profile picture. Uh, my profile picture is beautiful. Like, keeping it consistent across all platforms really does help with people recognizing you. My profile picture is beautiful. It'd be like you wearing, like, uh, different kabuki masks on, every, like, every building you <laughs> enter, you know? No one's going to know who you are. <laughs> Uh, Except for you have this tiny name tag on yeah, your but shirt. I, but I shout it out a lot. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, that's... I don't know. You'll see if you hear this fall <laughs> on Letterboxd. <laughs> wow. Please. <laughs> wow. Uh, but yeah, no, it, it's been an interesting week. Um, I don't know what I don't know what we're doing this next week. I got more work to do. I got stuff I want to do. I don't know. <laughs> what are you? Are you going to be working on a video? I guess today well not this today, week no no i'm waiting till april to work on my no. april oh, video yeah. my birthday's coming up soon <laughs> yeah happy Maybe... happy early birthday yeah well thank you like <laughs> it's it, i mean i think we're going to be recording an episode like right after your birthday yeah i was about to, i was about to check the calendar oh shoot yeah like <laughs> like right after my birthday your birthday's on like saturday or whatever right uh yes yeah. um which i mean Maybe maybe we'll do a birthday episode. I don't know. Maybe I don't know what we're we gonna do. do. Hey, you wanted to watch a bunch of movies? We could just do a birthday episode and talk about all those movies. Yeah. Birthday live stream. Birthday birthday live like stream. Like we did like we did the live stream for uh, the end of the year. The end of the year. Yeah, that could be fun. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows what'll happen next week? We thought we, we might be doing Shrek two, but who knows? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I didn't I didn't think about the fact that my birthday was like a couple days from the episode. So. Where the where would that be? That would be like when is your next episode? Uh, next Monday, the fifth. Fifth, twelfth, nineteenth. <laughs> okay, so it would be at least um one, two, three, four weeks until the Demon Slayer movie came out. We well, yeah yeah. I was just trying to figure out. 
Anyway, this is planning. <laughs> well, this is planning stuff. I feel like we should have cut. Uh, we should have. Some of this will be cut off. I'm sure. No, no, no. We'll leave it all here, Mike. Wow, we're gonna need the real drone, experience. We're gonna drone on. The real experience. I'm gonna drone on and on so we can hear our mom complain about the fact <laughs> that we're still going at the end. <laughs> hey, at least our mom listens to our podcast. That's Mike. true. Some shout people, out! Shout out to our mom. Some people's moms just don't care. <laughs> uh yeah anyway but yeah uh, anyway uh we'll see you guys next week bye adios